Welcome to Hit the Bricks. Everything great about Guthrie, America. <laughs> Guthrie, Oklahoma. Hedy, Hedy Coleman is filling in for Chris <laughs> Evans, and he uh, made an attempt at our yes. little tagline. Uh, yes. so, Hedy, thanks for being here. <laughs> I, I appreciate you inviting me. I'm honored to be on. Uh, and our very special guest today is Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell. Uh, Lieutenant Governor, hey, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Thrilled, yeah. thrilled to be here. You got here right in time for uh, for cold weather. Yeah, welcome to right. cold weather Guthrie. It, you, you know, any day in Guthrie is a good day, though. Come on, and, and I, like I mean that, that man. Uh-huh. I don't care if it's ten degrees or a hundred. Uh, I, I love it here. Right on. So, speaking of cold weather, um, Lieutenant Governor Hedy, both of you guys are are uh, in terms of fashion. You guys are pretty. You're, you're legit. Oh, well, thank yeah. you. <laughs> like, I'll take that. Yeah, what's, I'll like, take that. Fall weather, you get to like break out a few extra things. That's like, right. What's your yeah. favorite fall weather clothing item? Oh, you, you know, uh, I, I I have a number of half zips uh, sweaters because uh, they're just so easy. Okay. And then any, of course, I have to wear a suit almost every day, uh, uh, which is kind of a downer, actually. Right. Um, you know, I, I can't wear you know a hoodie every day or a stocking cap, and as I would like to. Uh, so heavy, you know, just heavier jackets. You know, a lot of my suits are not real thick, you know, mm-hmm. suits. Uh-huh. But having at least one or two jackets that I can wear, because uh, it gets not just cold, but really cold uh, and windy uh, in a lot of these towns that I'm visiting from day to day. Uh, so, I, listen, I try my best. Let's put it that way. So being a, a dignitary who has to wear a suit all the <laughs> yeah. time in Oklahoma, other times when you're just like, this state is too hot for yeah. this suit oh, business. Oh, yeah. It, you you know, at least in the winter, I can throw a coat on, right? A, a longer coat, like a suit coat. But, man, when it is, it, when it's those summer months uh, and you still have to be in a suit, it's brutal. It, yeah. it can be brutal. Now, do you do a T-shirt up under your dress shirt just so the sweat won't come Sometimes <laughs> in the summer you have to. Yes. They, they, you know, you just have to sometimes, yes. That's a pro tip from the politician that uh, is a wardrobe. <laughs> Well Maybe done. I should have long johns on right. in the winter Oh, my months. goodness. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. We usually have a requirement to wear, like, Victorian, like, three-piece suits yeah. in Guthrie, but yeah. we, we waive that requirement because we know that you're, you're always going the extra mile. For, I'm always uh, going the extra mile. Yeah. Now, man, you're, you're pretty hip and cool. No hoodie? Do you not do hoodies? Y- you know, I'll, I'll d- I can do hoodies, yeah. 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 That's my go-to. Like, I just stay in a hoodie all winter. Yeah. Oh, well, at least with the half-zip, the, the reason I say half-zips is because if I did have a, a – a shirt with a tie on, I can oh, still kind of get yes, away yes. with wearing a half zip, sometimes even to the state capitol, uh, if it's not during session. Yeah. Uh, well, we're here at the, the sports museum uh, here in Guthrie, Oklahoma. Uh, oh, so, great. Yeah, thanks to the Mr. Hendricks and the board for letting us hang out here. This is fantastic. If you're listening or watching and you haven't been here before, the amount of memorabilia and just cool stuff in here is pretty mind-blowing. Uh, Lieutenant Governor, when you walked in, you might have seen across the street, there's, at least when I walked in, there were some semis parked across there. And even though today is not a, I don't think today is a filming day for, for the movie that's in town, they're still working hard over there. Yeah. Uh, it's been a really, really busy probably month and a half yeah. for the, the film industry in Guthrie. In Oklahoma right now, what's the film industry looking like? What, what's, what's happening? And sky's the limit uh, is what I say when it comes to our film industry in Oklahoma. Uh, you know, I'm always looking to diversify our economy as, as much as possible. I talk uh, uh, about that almost every day with our, our state reps and state centers and certainly Chuck Hall right here uh, in, in this area. We, we talk about it all the time. We want oil and gas drilling. We want that as sure. much as we can get it. But <laughs> the big but here 
is that we have got to diversify our economy and create new industries. And, and the film and television industry uh, is a great spot to start um, because it's a growth industry. Um, the three largest streaming services, the Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, just those three uh, streaming services alone will create over $40 billion, with wow. a B, $40 billion worth of content over the next couple of years. And every soundstage, which most of most uh, any television show, when you're not outside, has to be filmed inside. When you film it inside, it has to be filmed inside a soundstage. You can't just, most of the time, it, you can't just film inside of a building. It has to be retrofitted uh, to exact, exact sound standards. And, and you have to create, you have to build actual sound stages. It costs a lot of money. Well, every sound stage in the country is full. Literally every soundstage. And this is during COVID, by the way. Uh, they're, already, they're still filled. So Atlanta is kind of the new Hollywood. Uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico is a growing uh, film uh, area. Uh, they just signed over a half a billion dollar contract with Netflix. Netflix just came in and said, we want all of your sound stages, And they took all of them. And You're so talking Oklahoma, about billions. 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 I mean, these billions. are just, And so when, when, you, when you look at industries uh, that have growth potential, the, the film and television industry is one of them because of streaming. Uh, it is less uh, less about um, you know filming on location movies. Now again, Guthrie is prime for all of all of that shot on location type of movies, and and Guthrie will continue to get uh, movies and television shows because of it. Uh, but we want to make sure that we have that third leg of the stool, and that's really sound stages. Uh, Oklahoma City just announced uh, that they they're, they're going to be building some sound stages. Uh, there's a number of our sovereign nations, uh, thankfully. Uh, that are also looking at building sound stages. The Cherokee Nation, the Chickasaw Nation, uh, both have film offices and are very developed film offices. So this is a great uh, space as well for us to be working with our sovereigns. Uh, and in Oklahoma today, we, we want to be doing more of that, not less of it. So I, I really mean it. That this is not um, uh, that th- this is not uh, fake news, as, as you may <laughs> say. This is real. The film industry is real in Oklahoma, and it's growing, and it's going to create permanent jobs, permanent jobs here in the state of Oklahoma, if we do this the right way, uh, and, and so far we are. I was going to say, I get the opportunity to live across the street from the uh, temple where they're doing a lot of the Reagan filming, and one of the things that I'm most proud of is just the traffic that it's bringing to Guthrie oh, yeah. and the people out to eat. I would, My family and I were out eating at Katie's, and across the next two or three tables were all film people. Yeah. And it's just so fun to just kind of watch the traffic and sure. watch them build sets and things of that nature. And so I, I'm like, how do we continue to get more of this? Yeah. Because that traffic is amazing. Uh, well, I mean, you know in Guthrie. I mean, again, I'm preaching to the choir a little bit here in Guthrie. But most towns are across Oklahoma, they have no idea uh, the amount of movies and television shows that are filmed right here in Guthrie, America. Uh, it's amazing. And we push it. Uh, all the time with our film office. Uh, we push Guthrie. Uh, you guys are absolutely on the map uh, when it comes to the film industry across the country and across the world because, you know, we have to realize, too, if, if every soundstage is full here uh, in America, they're going to Montreal. Mm. Uh, they're going to Middle Eastern uh, European countries now uh, because they've got to go somewhere. Sure. Uh, and, and so we've got to make sure that we continue to stay aggressive when it comes to our incentive in Oklahoma, uh, when it comes to continuing to build a workforce, so working with our career tech system, uh, our film institute that we now have, uh, and again, permanent infrastructure, and that's sound stages. You mentioned jobs, and a lot of times people don't realize that uh, they, might, they might see a film crew in, they, they might think that they're all from out of state somewhere, but so many of those crew jobs and acting jobs, they're Oklahomans, and more and more, they're, they're Guthrie folks. 
there have been a handful of folks in that industry who have moved to Guthrie now because it's just centrally located and it's easy and yeah. they're they're setting up shop permanently here. And that's it's a really exciting. key point because, you know, this industry, they're kind of traveling nomads in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's a very large industry, but but they can they can live anywhere as long as there's business there. And so you just nailed it when when you have a crew base that can live in Guthrie, centrally located right in the middle of the country, and there's permanent work uh, right here. Uh, that's the game changer. You know, we, we want productions to come here. A lot of times productions will come here and then they will leave. Yeah. Well, if we build this the right way uh, and you have, you know, consistent work here, you will have a workforce. Literally move here, buy a home here. <laughs> which is what we want, right? Sure. Buying home, putting their kids in school here. And then, then you're creating the kind of commerce that we really, really want. I mean, yes, it's filling up every, you know, uh, restaurant, hotel. We want that too Yeah. Um, it, for 30 days or 60 days shoot, and then they leave. Uh, but we, we want to put those permanent jobs being created in this community. You guys are your best salesmen. It went, you guys sell well. Uh, most towns in Oklahoma sell really well. If we can actually get people here, uh, and that's why I'm such a believer in our tourism industry as well, because it's the front door to everything else that we want to do. I mean, we can get people to Guthrie. They're wowed by Guthrie. And then they may say, well, I want to permanently relocate here. Yeah. I'm tired of living in Wichita, Kansas. You know, I, I, I want to live here. I'm tired of living in St. Louis. I'm tired of living in Austin. Uh, I want to relocate to a cool uh, town. Uh, and cool factor is real, by the way, folks. Uh, it, you know, that should not be discounted. You can measure that. <laughs> you can absolutely measure it. Uh, and, w- and what I mean by that really is quality of life. Sure. You have that here in Guthrie. And we need to be talking about that more inside our Department of Commerce. And that's so true. I had, I had some people in my house who had come down because of the Dennis Quaid factor. Dennis in town, they come to my house because they know we're right across the street. Yeah. And it just so happens Dennis comes out and starts hitting golf balls in the, uh, in the temple yard, and they just lost their minds. But yeah. they go back and tell that story about Guthrie, plus we're beautiful, plus all the awesome stuff that's coming. Like, yeah. how do you rent out? The, I want to live here. And those are all things that uh, make what you do in your job and bringing the film industry to Oklahoma yeah. and cultivating that that much better. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, we're glad we can, we can uh, support it and push it. Chuck Hall's been great. Your representatives as well. Um, you know, you guys are all over it here. Uh, and, and to have local representatives that go down to the state capitol and that can advocate for these things too is critical. I can't do it by myself. We have to have the legislature's uh, support. When I moved to Oklahoma, which was 94, from Kentucky, I, I honestly didn't know a single thing about Oklahoma which is probably more to do with like the Kentucky educational system than Oklahoma. But I knew nothing about tourism in Oklahoma, what was cool to do. And a few months later, I've discovered, you know, Wichita Mountains, Turner Falls, Red Rock, those kind of things. But um, it feels like Oklahoma in general is getting better at telling that story. Is that, that's true, right? It, it, it is true. And, and again, this isn't rocket science. It's telling the story. It's inviting people to Oklahoma, which, which as I've said, uh, and, and I, it is absolutely true, no state can match our heritage and our history. I mean, the way this state was founded, um, uh, the good and the bad, of it. Uh, it should all be told by way, the, by the way, that entire story, but no state can match our heritage in our, in our history, our 39 sovereign nations, um, our pioneering spirit, uh, the Chisholm trail. Uh, we have 12 different ecosystems in the state of Oklahoma. You know, this is not the dust bowl. Uh, it, it is not the dust bowl, but if we don't tell the story, then the perception 
that Kentucky and every other state will have <laughs> of Oklahoma is going to be a poor perception. Again, thankfully, the legislature understands this. They get this, they, that, that sales matters uh, from, a, from a Department of Commerce perspective, but a tourism perspective as well. Uh, and, and so we are now telling that story. Uh, we're making sure that we're spending the limited dollars that we have because uh, a lot of them are taxpayer dollars, making sure that, that uh, we maximize and, uh, every dollar and that there's a return on that investment. And I'm always telling Oklahomans, hey, the return on your investment, because it is their investment, uh, is huge. It's off the charts, actually. Uh, it's at least a 12 to 1 ROI um, when it comes to tourism promotional efforts. But it's much higher than that when it comes to specific trails and specific um, uh, segments inside of tourism that we promote. Uh, during the, all of the uh, COVID complications of the last year, we've seen uh, here in Guthrie uh, some tourist attractions and different groups and organizations and amenities that have come up with creative solutions to still, you know, exist. Have you been seeing that uh, throughout Oklahoma? Is that a, an Oklahoma thing? It, you know, it, it is. It, it, there has been uh, positives out of, the, out of this uh, global pandemic that we're in the middle of. Uh, and one of those is that, that uh, people are doing road trips again uh, more than they ever have before. They're getting outdoors. And, and so uh, we have average, we, us we usually average about 3 million people uh, during the summer months at our state park system. This year we did 5 million. <laughs> so we had 2 million more people come into the state of Oklahoma to visit our state park system. Uh, that we've never seen those kind of numbers before. A lot of Texans, uh, uh, by the way, that, that are coming in for the first time that have all said, hey, I'll be back here. <laughs> this looks a whole lot different than, than my state park. We love their money. We love their <laughs> money. We, we, we love that Texan money. So we've got to take advantage of it. And, and so we created an OK, here we go campaign. That was kind of our post-COVID uh, or, or in the middle of COVID campaign was, hey, if you want to social distance, we got plenty of things for you to do. Uh, plenty of road trips. It's not just Route 66. There's plenty of road trips that you can uh, you can do across the state of Oklahoma and feel safe, but at the same time, spend money <laughs> uh, so that you were helping these small businesses uh, really survive in advance. I mean, we're, in, we're still in survive in advance mode here uh, in Oklahoma, and, and every state, frankly, is that same way. So if you want to see America, you got to see Oklahoma. Uh, that should be our pitch. Uh, the, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything that, that America... Um, uh, is uh, all the all the beautiful things, all the things uh, in our past that we should be talking about. You can see it all right here in Oklahoma, across one of our seventy-seven counties. Uh, again, we got to tell that story, but we have seen an uptick uh, in tourism activity. Uh, not so much from international tourists, obviously, uh, because of COVID, uh, but we have seen an uptick with regional foot traffic here in the state of Oklahoma during COVID. You mentioned the state parks. The, the attendance there is balloon this summer and uh, we've had the same experience here Guthrie Lake Liberty Lake have had probably the busiest uh, summer we've ever had so we have all these n new people and new visitors to outdoor recreation in Oklahoma how do we go forward with that to keep those folks and make them help them come back and visit those parks over and over again yeah again that's the key question right it is when people come here that we're providing them a packet of information about the 10 other things that they can see and do right it, they're not just not it's not a one-off deal they come to your lake but we've got to make sure that we capture that person in the right way okay hey you came to like here's the 10 other things you can do that's 30 minutes from Guthrie uh, and and giving them information collecting their information by the way so they're getting on an email list of some sort 
all of those things, the blocking and tackling uh, of, of tourism, of promotional efforts, we cannot uh, uh, discount that or we can't skip that step is, is really what I'm trying to get at. Uh, and so we've been very tenacious about that inside our tourism department that we're doing that blocking and tackling. We're not just doing a flashy brochure, but we're doing the hard work of capturing the information when these people do come into a state park, that we have a modern system. Again, before I came on board, uh, you know, a couple years ago, I mean, we were still putting money in a box nailed to a tree at our state parks. I mean, that, that's how we were rolling. Uh, and, and so we got out of the, the cash business. Uh, we got a modern uh, system. We even have a standalone state park app now where people can go on. Uh, you can do same-day reservations now. You know, before you couldn't do that. So think about that. You know, a, a family down in Texas that wanted to come up to a state park, well, they're not going to drive four hours to one of our state parks if they're not guaranteed to have an RV spot. Well, now they can guarantee they can have an RV spot. That's a little thing that actually is a really, really big deal. Um, and, and that's why we're seeing over 100% increase in, in some of our state parks, uh, over 250% increase in sales at our restaurants uh, at our, our state parks where we have put in these new uh, Foggy Bottom Kitchens. That's the brand that we kind of created. Uh, over 250% increase in sales. All of that money then stays at that state park to fix that state park. I've seen pictures of the food. It, it looks ridiculous. It, it is ridiculous. Um, it's top ten state park food. I, if, yeah. if, we, <laughs> if we were if we were trying to be top ten, we, we can check that box because I guarantee you, it is some of the best state park food yeah. in the country. Not just no. nachos and hot dogs. No, it, it's it's I, I I would argue it's one of the best burgers in the state. Easily one of the best burgers in the state. Right you on. Know, another thing that I love is just kind of how everyday Oklahomans are telling the story as well. Like Mike Hearns with this is Oklahoma, like. The pictures along that he's producing and grabbing from other people to share to the world, essentially, is, is big time. Big time. It, and again, key point there. I can't do it all on my own. Our tourism department, our small staff of very great, dedicated state employees cannot do it. We have to have ambassadors. We have to have ambassadors around uh, counties. Uh, Texas has a great state park ambassador program that we believe we're going to be launching here in Oklahoma. Um, and these are, again, just people that are passionate about their state park. They can go to their local Lions Club, Chamber, you know, Chamber. Because, again, what, I've, what I have unfortunately discovered is that most Oklahomans don't know what's 30 minutes outside their own front door. They haven't been to their own state park that's 30 minutes down, down the road. And so that's got to change. That will only change if you have ambassadors, local folks that, that are stepping up and, and telling uh, other, their friends and their family and their colleagues about how great Oklahoma is. I, that, that's what keeps me fired up when, when I have people come up to me and say, hey, I canceled my trip to Eureka Springs this weekend and instead we went to Beaver's Bend State Park because of your own Facebook page. You know, <laughs> that's two, $3,000 right there that is not crossing an invisible line. It's, that's two to $3,000 that is being spent in Oklahoma on small business owners. I believe that is my, fundamentally the, the biggest job that I have um, as Secretary of Tourism. I get way more excited seeing, uh, you know, a, a share or a retweet by a local person than I do some of the bigger, like, you know, pomp and circumstance of marketing. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's why I'm always trying to retweet folks that, yeah, are doing it themselves. I mean, that, there was a great example a few days ago that um, a gentleman was in Medicine Park. Uh, and if you want a Colorado mountain town feel, vibe in Oklahoma, go to Medicine Park uh, it, it, right outside of Lawton. Uh, it is a mountain town. A lot of people don't know it even exists. <laughs> they, they say Medicine Park, what is that? Where is that? It's one of the coolest towns we have in Oklahoma. 
and there's great trout fishing there even now. So th- th- those are the things that it, 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 when we start talking about it more and more and more, you will have more people show up, spend money, and create that critical sales tax revenue that we have to have in these communities. Guthrie has done it for years. Uh, you guys do it right, and I'm not just saying that because I'm here. Uh, if every town did it like Guthrie, uh, we would be the number one tourism state in the country. We really would be. Uh, you guys do it right. You play to your strengths, you, the assets that you have. Uh, you say authentic to who you are. You don't try to create, oh, hey, I love what this state's doing. Let's try to do that. No, you're, you're authentic to who you are and play to your strengths. Uh, we need more towns really modeling what Guthrie, Oklahoma is doing. If you're just listening and not watching us, all of us Guthrie folks are blushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and again, it's true. I'm not just saying it. Um, it, it, it is, it's, uh, it's why I try to champion you guys as much as possible. I want other towns looking at what you're doing and modeling their, the, the, them, the, themselves on, on what you guys are doing. I'm glad my boss is here today. This is awesome. <laughs> um, so what's next? What's, uh, in terms of tourism for the state, what can people look forward to? What should they be looking to right now to keep up with what's uh, what's happening at Travel OK and wherever else? Yeah, so, you know, we're, we're getting towards the end of, I think, the best uh, video road trip series in the country. So we have um, our Road Trip Oklahoma uh, series. I, I created this and started this. We have Discover Oklahoma, and I love Discover Oklahoma, but I wanted a program uh, that was a little bit more uh, focused and, and uh, on, on millennial traffic uh, because, you know, we have millennials and, and young, and I mean, high school kids, wanting them to know that there are, again, cool things to do in Oklahoma. So every Wednesday for the, the last almost 50 weeks, we've been releasing a new episode, five minutes long, very short, uh, about a road trip that they can take in Oklahoma uh, that doesn't cost a whole lot of money either, by the way. Uh, and it's a, a film company from Oklahoma, beautifully shot, uh, we're, we're getting rave reviews for it. We got over 10,000 new YouTube subscribers alone based upon the series, and it's actually probably closer to 20,000 now. Uh, and every Wednesday, every single Wednesday. So if you just search the hashtag Road Trip OK, you'll pull up all of these. But I really encourage people, just go to YouTube. If you want to binge watch something, okay, and we're binge watching a lot right now during COVID. Yes, we are. Go to YouTube, go to the Travel OK's official YouTube page. We have one and watch all, I mean, you can watch 20 of them in a row. They're just four or five minutes long. And when people actually do it, they love it uh, because again, it's showing them things that they've never seen inside the state of Oklahoma. So that, that is my number one recommendation is, is binge watch on our road trip series because you will have ideas. There will be things that you will want to go see uh, around the state. Uh, one thing that I would maybe tease out that, um, and actually the, the start of this will be, I, I'm, I'm meeting with the Oklahoma Music Hall of Fame uh, folks this week. You know, we created an Oklahoma music trail in Oklahoma, uh, but it's just a virtual trail. Uh, you know, there, there's no markers anywhere. There's no directional signage off, you know, hey, go see Garth Brooks, you know, the number one recording artist of all time. That guy. Uh, that guy. That guy right uh, you know, there, there's no physical markers, uh, for goodness sakes, for some of the most well-known musicians of all time. Again, playing to our strengths, right? So we're going to relaunch the Oklahoma Music Trail. Uh, we're going to get a group of individuals across the state of Oklahoma uh, uh, together, we're going to have to raise some money for this because what we're talking about is building physical structures. Uh, it, it is is making sure that people can take a selfie in front of something, either with a with with a, a statue of Blake Shelton or or you know uh, 
Garth Brooks or, or anybody else, uh, Hanson for that matter, I, I don't care who it is. <laughs> if people will, will, will exit a road, take a picture in front of something, uh, and then go spend money at the coffee shop across the street, then we're creating real commerce. Gigantic statues. Gigantic. Huge. Well, McAllister, I'll, I'll give them a shout out. They're, they're building a statue for Reba McIntyre. You know what? I will go see a statue of sure. Reba McIntyre. Yeah. I love Reba. So I would go do that in a heartbeat. Uh, well, so I'm texting Byron Berline, the gigantic go. statue yeah, of Byron right off front. So sure Guthrie would Guthrie would absolutely be uh, on this uh, music trail. We're, we're we're kind of we've tossed around ideas of kind of a top forty hit list of, of some of, because again you can go to Travel OK and and there's a number of routes you know that we have. I mean we we it, and it's a little overwhelming. But you go there, and there's there's not a lot of physical things, you know, to to be taking a picture in front of our our musical heritage in Oklahoma is again unmatched. But you know who has the best music trail in the country? Tennessee, <laughs> and a lot of it again is is our folks. Uh, but they promote the Tennessee music trail very well. They make a lot of money on it, uh, and and I just I'm I'm done with another state, you know, really taking advantage of our own history and our own legacy, musical heritage and, and legacy that we have. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, that that is going to be something that uh, moving into next year we're going to be prom- uh, we'll, we'll be raising money for, trying to put money behind, so that when you get off the airport, right at, at, at any of our airports, but for sure uh, Tulsa and Oklahoma City's airport, that there's a banner up there talking about the Oklahoma Music Trail. Oh yeah, with Blake and Carrie and 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 Garth and again all the rest. It's not just country music, but that's a large piece of it. Uh, that is what people will absolutely uh, get very intrigued by and go spend money on. Uh, and those are the things that we'll continue to um, uh, really promote and, and uh, find new ways of, of helping small businesses across the state. It sounds like we need some type of Spotify playlist or SoundCloud yeah. playlist with, with these individuals kind of promoting it's great idea. The upcoming, uh, this upcoming Here, let uh, me write project. that down. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's something easy to promote, yeah. and uh, I think that could be a really big hit. I, Absolutely. I love that. Uh, speaking of, of roots, uh, Logan County has kind of become a, a hub for gravel bicycling. Yes. Logan County and, and Payne County. We'll yep. give Stillwater a little bit of love. Yep. But um, so uh, I know you ride a bicycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, every Thursday night, there's a group of us that rides. Yeah. Uh, you got to come up sometime. I'd, yeah, I'd love to do that. Uh, yeah, I did the Land Run 50. Well, of course, it's not the Land Run anymore. Mid-South. Mid-South yeah. I did the Mid-South 50 a Are couple you going to ride this ago. year? Uh, I am. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, gosh, I'm so glad they got it in right before COVID this year. Mm. Um, the new branding's great, uh, Mid-South, um, love everything that, that they do, and, and, and they have put, again, I mean, what they do in still, and that's Stillwater, I know, but um, they Guth- put- Guthrie North. Yeah, Guthrie North, there yeah. you go. Yeah, I mean, my gosh, yeah, I'm sure you probably fill up a few hotel rooms around here because oh, yeah, of that. Absolutely. So that has put Stillwater on the map. Almost every single state is, was represented in, in previous years in that Mid-South. Uh, but yeah, the bike culture in Guthrie is really strong. Um, and I would love, yeah, I see, uh, your, your posts often about, uh, getting out there. I, I will make sure I do it sometime. Yes. Are you doing the 50 or the 100 this year? I'll probably still do the 50. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably still do the 50 ne- next year. The Ironman is coming to Oklahoma as well. Very big deal. Wow. Um, it was, it, it was supposed to be this year it was delayed because of COVID. Uh, and it will be in Tulsa. Tulsa won the Ironman. And so the governor, uh, has this really bad idea of, of he and I splitting that. Oh. And so uh, doing a um, him swimming and then him 
biking half of it and then handing it over to me for the half, the other half of the bike and then running the marathon. So if he wants to do it, I, I guess I have to do it. If the governor says we're doing it, then yeah. I, I guess we have to do it. Now, if y'all want some tips, I believe our rep, Gary Mize, has done Iron Gary Man. Gary has, I, yeah. I believe he, Oh, Gary's here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I believe he's – so you yeah, can just reach out to here. him for some tips. I would have been giving yeah. Gary a, a, yeah, some, some play here too. <laughs> we're not uh, used to having a studio audience. This is great. Yeah. Oh. Uh, no, Gary, uh, that's right. I've seen those photos. There, there's proof of, of Gary running marathons. So, yeah, maybe maybe we'll do a, a relay team of some sort. I don't yeah. know. But, yeah, I mean, our, our outdoor culture is strong in Oklahoma, and it matters. It does when it comes to recruiting that next generation to any community. They demand those things now. I mean, it, it, any employee employer that's listening to this, I mean, it, your employees are going to, ma- to, to demand those things, the arts, trail systems, uh, it's why Bentonville, Arkansas is growing so much. Uh, it's not because of Walmart. It's because of all the money that Walmart family is putting into quality of life. Uh, and they have the best trail system in the country because of it. So there's no reason why we can't be doing those things here. We're, we're prettier <laughs> than Arkansas. Uh, so let's prove it. Uh, and, and let's make sure that our art scene and, and, and tourism opportunities uh, and, and trail systems and, and the great outdoors is as lively as any other state. You've got uh, some uh, seminars coming out. That's, that's the right word. Uh, bicycle tourism. Yes. Uh, and what that means to communities. A lot of times people don't realize that bicycling, there's a lot of money involved yeah. in bikes. People who, who ride regularly invest in in bike culture, they spend so much money. Oh, it, a lot of money. Silly. I'm, I'm, I am glad you mentioned it. I was trying to pull it up. So our, our we have four regional tourism summits every year. Unfortunately, this year they're all via Zoom. Uh, but they will still be great. And they're even cheaper now because they're all on Zoom. Our Bike Oklahoma Association that we have here does a really good job. Uh, we need cities um, uh, to make sure that um, biking through communities is safe. Uh, and that those things are prioritized. A lot of uh, cities in Oklahoma uh, aren't there yet when it comes to making sure that we're promoting that. And, and you know, Route 66, for example, there's some, there's some communities that are not um, uh, across. Route. It, we, we've really been trying to work with those communities uh, because they, it's not just motorcyclists. They want to actually do cycling across Route 66. And there's some areas that are, that are not real safe. And so we're working with communities on, on, on those type of things as well. You know, talking about bi- bicycling, um, Ken, the Guthrie Bike Shop, I mean, I'm always seeing people that I'm like, they do not, they're not from Guthrie, so I'll go introduce myself. The traffic that he's gotten here recently has been amazing. And so, good I'm luck so finding thankful. a bike. Yeah, these no days. kids. Yeah. You know, you, again, that, yeah. that's been a, a COVID effect. You, you can't find a bike, you can't find a fishing pole, you know, the, those types. And again, that's a great thing. That's oh, a great yeah. thing. Sure. But again, it's keeping it going, it's keeping that going post COVID, post vaccine, post, you know, into 2021, you know, where are we second, third quarter of next year? Uh, You know, looking at, are are we still hitting the same kind of numbers in our state park in August of next year? I believe we will. uh, Because again, we, we've, we've planned it and we've, we we're investing in it now in the right kind of way, but that, that will help grow the state um, effectively and in the right way so that we can be a top 10 state and all, and all the rest of these areas that we want to be a top 10 state in. Well, I don't think there's ever been a more exciting time to, uh, for tourism, for outdoor recreation in Oklahoma, uh, the film industry, uh, there's just an, uh, an awful lot of like, good vibes in the middle of yeah. a really like, complicated, <laughs> trying time. So uh, it's, 
it's challenging to be in tourism, but also a lot of fun. Yeah. No, I, I listen, I'm, I'm blessed um, to, to be able to, to serve as the 17th lieutenant governor and to serve as secretary of tourism. But to now have authority over the things that I ran on, a lot of times it doesn't work out that way. You know, you run for office and on, on certain things, but then you don't have the ability to affect to affect change there. I do. I mean, I, I, I have full authority over that tourism industry. And, and because of that, it, it keeps me fired up every single day. Um, and I see it. Again, let's not turn Oklahoma into something that it's not. Let's just be Oklahoma and promote all the great things that we have here and play to those strengths. If we do that then you will have towns uh, that, that can be as successful as Guthrie is. Uh, and you'll see a state continue to um, increase sales tax revenue, but again, at the end of the day, increase jobs. Uh, more people will move here. They'll, start, they'll raise their own families here, and we'll create the kind of commerce uh, for us to be top 10 in all those other areas that we want to be a top 10 on. You know, yeah. one, of the, one of the things I was going to mention, talking about statues and, and kind of going back and, and understanding tourism and getting photos, you know, t- our Senator Chuck Hall is in the room, and Perry has those statues of the rat, like, they're downtown, yeah. the square. Like, just thinking through statues and what that looks like and what that can do for a community, yeah. I, I begin to think about Perry's statues and the wrestlers. Fabulous. Yeah, you know, listen, it, I, mean, it, I can see that with musicians Absolutely. As well. Again, you, 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 we have to be courting the kind of folks that they want to take a picture in front of us. That's the culture that we live in today. That, that is the society that we in. So if you're having someone pull off the side of the road and there's nothing for them to take a picture of, uh, then you're not doing it right. Um, it, you know, then you don't have, you're not creating ambassadors to show people how great that this uh, Perry is or any of these other cities. Um, it's why Wichita Mountains have become so popular uh, with, with Instagram, uh, be, with the advent of Instagram. Um, you know, people are seeing pictures and like, hold on, is that Oklahoma? Yeah. <laughs> is that, re- is that not Colorado? Is that not New Mexico? No, that's Oklahoma. And again, they are, they have so many people in that area now because of it, because you have ambassadors and a lot of these are 15, 16 year old kids. You know I mean? That's the generation that we have to go after and we have to court. And they're so much better at it. Than oh, we they're are so anyway. much better at it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So do you ever get feedback from the other Lieutenant governors who are like, how the heck did you get tourism? Yeah. Um, when they were working on, I won't mention other boring sure, things, sure. but yeah. you know, the funny thing is, is a lot of lieutenant governors around the country, they do have this portfolio. Um, and, and so I don't know when that kind of started, but, but there's a number of lieutenant governors. Lieutenant Governor of Louisiana, for example, his only job is, is tourism. Uh, and, beignets and, so, and you know, yeah, alcoholic we, drinks. Th- yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're constantly, you know, trading ideas. Indiana's lieutenant governor uh, it runs their trip, but they haven't done a whole lot with it. So when I do show up at our lieutenant governor meetings and they see how much we're doing, uh, you know, I'll have the Indiana lieutenant governor say, okay, well, so how did you do X, Y, and Z? Because this is what I'm supposed to be doing in Indiana. Uh, and so it's been great. I mean, I, I, I'm fine with, with other states kind of stealing our ideas. I mean, again, we, we've done that a little bit too. Sure. Uh, and uh, I, I think it, uh, rising tide will, will lift all boats there. Absolutely. Uh, Lieutenant Governor, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, thanks for coming up and visiting Guthrie today. Absolutely. Great. Love Guthrie, America. I will be back a number uh, uh, of times into the future. I assure you of that. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. Coming home, coming home.